Hey everyone, welcome to another Idiots in the DM podcast. We welcome you to the campaign of the campaign that is the prequel to the Ariel campaign. Welcome to the Tipping Scale arc, the tale of strangers being brought together to determine the fate of a universe. My name is Brian, and I will be your DM for this journey. Along with me is a host of players that will be part of the journey, and you will meet them during their tale around the world. It will have some ups and downs, but bring out the story of the world and its fate. begin on the eastern continent of the world, known as Vashni, the land of the gods. Stationed in Riverhurst, a bustling town with many variety of individuals, ranging from heroes to villains to mages to warriors. From here, you're being thrown into the story of a group of bounty hunters, sanctioned by an organization called the Hounds. They handle dealing with all magical issues in the local continent hunts. They come from all different areas, and some know each other, and others don't. The task is still the same. Get the item, and get the job done. This group is on a break to retrieve some artifacts to prevent the rise of an evil warlock by the name of Lavaro that is on the rise. The artifact is said to be imbued with the power of the gods themselves, and amplified to be deadly when used incorrectly or correctly, depending on your views. Hey everyone, this is Brian here. I would like you all to meet our new collaborator in our Dragon Plunging Endeavors, Obsidian Portal. Obsidian Portal is looking to be your new go-to Game Master's Notebook tool. It comes with different services for managing your campaign, such as a campaign wiki, character tracking for your NPCs, so you don't lose track of which Fred is which, an adventure log, and a built-in scheduler to never miss another session. Sign up today for a base account for free. Or... For only $5.99 a month, you can upgrade to an Ascendant membership and get extra storage along with a hefty bundle of goodies to help you out. Obsidian Portal works for any game system, be it D&D, to Pathfinder, to Starfinder, or Shadowrun. It got you covered. So sign up today and unlock your campaign's true potential by joining over 100,000 gamers at ObsidianPortal.com. That's O-B-S-I-D-I-A-N. Portal.com and get your game back on track. Let know the Dragon Plunger sent you. You guys kind of um, all meet up every um, together in your little invitations that you guys have gotten and stuff, and you're meeting up with uh, Lambert to kind of discuss the whole mission that you guys just have received word on after you fulfilled a storage situation, a storage uh, storage takeover situation that from some knights that were uh, came out of town from Bretford and came to you guys and basically tried to take some silver, silver supplies that you guys needed. Lambert comes up to you and he uh Pretty much just goes up to you guys and say, <coughs> "God, I got to, I got to do the voice over again. <sighs> it's gonna, be, it's gonna suck." 
Okay. He uh he looks at Scarlet and he says Hey Scarlet. So you guys got work uh recently. I uh, sent you guys like a little request to come meet me to actually do a mission to get the first artifact of the group. Um I see all you guys are here. He kind of looks around, he sees four of you guys, and he's like, well, never mind, not all, but um, I guess some of you guys are still here. Uh, where's the Asimar that was that's supposed to be with you? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, for some reason, he, he, he went up into his room and... Uh, he kind of locked himself in. I heard tingy of metal. I guess he's working on something, but you know, honestly, he'll probably be fine. He's probably just got like an order to fill. It's okay. It's okay. Um, so yeah, job. Um, so so, so what you got? Okay, that was kind of odd. Um, yeah. So we got a job that we need to. I need you guys to go through the Misty Forest and pick up and retrieve an artifact from a group of bandits, actually. Yeah. Holy shit, I finally connected the Steam. Oh my god. I saw it. I saw the notification. Good job. Good job. Lambert, stop looking beyond the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need you guys to go ahead and um, pick it up. As a group of bandits, they're kind of like a big tower in the in the in the forest. You, it's not hard to see, and everything. It's kind of like a big room castle, but you gotta gotta go through the forest. It's gonna be it's difficult terrain, but um, I'll see you guys out with some some rations just in case you need to camp out or anything, so we can have a have some rations for you guys, and you guys are good to go. All right. Oh, and also you have a new guy. His name is um uh. He snaps his finger, and he points to the Dragonborn uh, with the shield on his back, and he says, uh, you, new guy, why don't you introduce yourself? Jagonis, that's my name. Nice to meet you. Oh, uh, what are we doing again? Oh, Misty Forest. Right, right, right. Nice to meet you guys. Uh, get it over with, right? I like him. He is. He is. He's straight to the point. No bullshit. I'm with it. Perfect. These are going to be your three people that you're going to work with. This is going to be your first training mission. Okay. Uh, you're going to go to the Mr. Forest with them. Their names are. You have Everett. He is going to be the more like the. Ranger of the group. He's going to be the scout. And uh, you have Zeal. He tends to want to do his own thing, but he's also good at getting information, I've heard. And also, Scarlet. She's a terrifying one. He fucking hit a horse in his ass and then proceeded to throw a man down a, down a fucking well. Look, I have done so little, and also it's she, thank you very much. Correction, she. Forget that, sorry. Fajanasi kind of throws me off sometimes. <laughs> I know it's hard to tell, but please. He's also known as Little Sparky. Yes. <laughs> As she spouts flames. <laughs>
Why are you rolling so many dice? I wanted to see what the limit was. It's 40. You can only roll 40 die. Why are you rolling 40 die? I don't know. I wanted to see if I could lag the system like D&D Beyond. Maybe don't do that. I mean, thankfully, it doesn't. Because it did absolutely nothing. Yeah, no, it's just, um, we can consider D20s just like, just molten lava coming out. It's fine. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> Bad <okay>. idea. <laughs> it's so horrible. Okay. So, <clears throat> get back in character. <clears throat> so, the message for is going to be to the south, southeast of our location. So, just bear to the right, go exit, and then you guys are good to go. Uh, now, remember, um, this one is also going to be a nice penny for you guys. And uh, since this is your first artifact, you guys have this option. You can either A, keep the artifact, and you guys will basically only keep whoever keeps it, keeps half of their pay. But they keep the artifact as long as they want. Or B, hand it back to us at the organization, and we'll give you the full funds for your share to you for getting retrieved an artifact. Now, this is going to be a 2,000 gold job, okay? So, remember that. Anything you also keep find out there is on you. You can keep it just as long as it's not cursed and you bring that shit back, we're fine, okay? Is everybody good with that? Sounds good to me. Uh, just don't be alarmed if the forest starts burning down. Oh, oh I mean, don't the forest. We will attempt to keep it in order, Captain. Thank you, Avery. Thank you. Ha. Uh, so I can blame it on Scarlet. I have a water skin. I'll douse her when needed. I don't think a water skin is going to do much against a Genasi's flame, but... She immediately, like, just holds out her hand and just this small little, like, spark starts growing into a, a, a decent flame in her hand. It's just like, I don't think you really understand how much I can produce. Zul goes completely, like, blank face and then just kind of sticks his hand out as if he's trying to catch the flame. Lambert smacks your hand. With, he just does it. It's a dad situation. He just smacks your hand. Don't touch that. Don't don't touch it. What? It's not going to hurt him much. I change my face again. I look at Lambert and I kind of like point my middle finger at I mean, my uh, index finger at him. You can point all you want. But I'm trying to make sure you don't get third degree burn, okay? Third degree? That's the least. Say let it burn. Oh my god. Okay, look. He decides, he at this point now, he just like pushes you guys out towards the gate. So, he kind of like just goes to the gate and he kind of like opens it and kind of like just pushes you guys all out. And he's just like, all right, look, go, 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 go. I see, I see pushes Zill. Oh, he like melts away and the real one starts running behind everybody. God damn it. You and your goddamn cops. Fortunately, the push didn't shove our gun this much. He just looked at him. You sound like a broken roller right now, Brian. Ah, shit. How about now? Better? Or no? Still the same? Yeah, so so. Honestly, you're not nearly as bad as you have been in the past, at least for me. And I think there's, there's not much you can do. I mean, you're already streaming the quality at, like, a, a low setting, so it's not like there's... That is where you're supposed to scream now. So you guys don't see my board. I mean, I, I can. Appreciate you. If you, you. want me to. I appreciate you. Then fucking unshare it, motherfucker. 
Well, I'll wait for you. God damn it. Bitch. Motherfucker. Undo it. Fuck you. Ruby? Okay, uh, Ruby. That's all I heard. Mad it broke down like that. I, oddly enough, it didn't break for me, so I wonder if that was only on your end. <laughs> I was like, fuck hey, you, bitch. You guys basically going to the village, into the village square, and um, you guys just going through town. You guys see the locals and stuff like that in the town square to your left as soon as you guys get down to it. Um, and you two guys take a right. We're off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of all. Because, 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 because. And as soon as you guys get there, you guys notice the, the tavern up ahead. Um, outside of the tavern, you guys see, notice, uh, notice a, a old man that's uh, just sitting down on a stoop. Oh, man. Yeah, he's you know, old. What? Now I just have the old man song stuck in my head. <laughs> I'm sorry that I associate everything with music. It is my inevitable curse in life. You gotta notice this old man right here. Right in front of you guys. Uh, waving waving you down. You down. Um, there's, hey! Come here. Come here, guys. Come here. Come here, kids. I need to tell you guys something. What do you do? Zeal sticks his arms back to try and stop the whole group from moving forward and tells the guy, you don't speak to strangers unless strangers offer, offer us cash. Scarlet just puts, puts her hand on fucking Zill's face and pushes him. He's like, nope. I like talking to people. Stranger danger, Scarlet. Stranger danger. <laughs> and mind you, you can... F- I... I do want to point out, just like Avery felt the one time, you can feel my natural body temperature is just insanely high compared to most people's. As that, it's not enough to burn, but it is incredibly fucking hot. And, and then, as usual, and then as usual, I'll, I, I kind of sit there and I like sniffle and go smoking. Wow. Vrithix just watches his scene and just shakes his head in disappointment. All of Scarlet. I was going to say, Jagonis is already talking to the old man. As we just slowly surround him, corner him. You won't get away this time, old man! No, I'm kidding. Uh, he kind of leans up to Draconis. Oh, you're a, you're a big boy. Howdy. Name's Bob. You can call me Bob, okay? He's suspicious. He has a three-letter name. So do you. I'm supposed to be suspicious. My job. She starts holding a flame again and just, like, holding it in your direction, Zill, but looking at the old man. Please continue. Okay, so anyway, like I was saying, my name's Bob. How are you? Hello, Bob. Um, and, like, Scarlet does, like, kind of a gentle bow. My name is Scarlet. How can I be of assistance? Run, she's dangerous. Just a quick glare back at you, Zill, just like, mm. He kind of knows. He kind of looks at you guys and he's like, mm. And he's like, eh, maybe. Maybe not. Either way, here's some information I got. I heard 
through the grapevine that the organization was being sent out not too long ago to kind of, I guess, go to the Misty Force. And I'm one of the guys for the Force. I can help you if you want. It's going to cost. Jonas looks at Scarlet and asks, can you burn him alive? Or can I eat his body after? <laughs> huh. I mean, personally, I'd rather not in, uh, injure civilians. Um, they haven't tempted me like a certain someone. She like throws a glance back at Zill. However, um, what is, uh, what is your fee, sir? Well, only cost 300 gold to get through the forest because one, it's tricky, and you also need to help me get some resources in the same in the meantime as well. Hmm. There's some thistle and some, some herbs out there that I need to actually help with curing my, my granddaughter's sickness. So, I can help you go through there, but I'm weak and old. So, I can guide, I can't fight. Donus looks like Scarlet with a glare, a glint in his eye, reminding her that we can always burn the force. Mm. So, Bob, let's just say, let, let's just say we don't take you up on your offer, just hypothetical. Um, what's the likelihood that burning down the forest would make it easier for us? Well, call it Mr. Forest for a reason. When you go to the forest, it's technically like a constant fog. You're never going to see really anything ahead of you or behind you. No matter where you go, there's a fog all around you. Plus, you burn an area, go to, you try to leave the area and come back, it's going to just be replenished. Uh, damn it. Well, there goes that idea. The only forest, now think about it, that's one of the only forests that's vast and is, has been untouched by through all the, all the, the calamities that happened before you guys even probably were born. Okay? In the last 1,500 years, I was born before you, old man. Yeah, maybe. As they're talking to him, I leave a void image behind and I go look for the my my elf friend. Look for your elf friend. I think he's talking about the one that he oh subsequently almost got in a fight with. Also yeah. offered for like stuff to train with. Yes. Okay. Um, that guy he's in an organization, so that means you have to go all the way back. I send the void image towards him and I stay there and I keep playing in the dirt. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so yours is going to be playing over in the kind of the yeah. I I can still hear it's like going on in the background. It was kind of like with a stick crouched around playing and like writing my name in the dirt. That sounds pretty normal for you. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, no, nothing like really caught my attention yet, so I'm kind of like keep my trying to keep myself off from like wandering too far from everybody. Jonas is clearly agitated by the old man's comment about being born, etc. Jonas goes off for a walk. Well, um, do you guys want to take my offer or no? Because this is very crucial. Or I guess I can kind of give you guys some tips on the whole the whole four situation, like where to go and go a little bit. I toss my head over over my shoulder. Old man, 
you're talking to a band of people who do bad things all the time. You're offering us, you want 300 gold to take us through a forest and to help your granddaughter and all this other hoopla. Like we should be getting paid for helping you with that crap. At most, I'd, at most I'd give you 200 silver. Okay, that seems a little bit, that seems way too steep. Okay, look, here's how I see it. 300 gold, yes, is, you know, probably apt. Um, we're not necessarily uh, made of money, but uh, I'd be willing to do, let's say, we count it as a favor to your granddaughter and doing all these things, and we count it as uh, 200 gold instead. Okay, I mean, that's fine. Do you want me to hide you guys still, or do you want me to just tell you the ways, the little tips on how to get through it? Because it's kind of difficult. Well, you do need to gather the plants. I, I, I actually don't know what thistle looks like, so I'm not going to be much of a help in that regard. You can do a do a survival check. Roll survival check. Nineteen. I'm I'm assuming. I'm pretty much just just assuming she doesn't because she's never had to work with like. She she's never had to work with anything outside of just stuff for food, and thistle's not necessarily a food ingredient. True. Nineteen works because I mainly wanted the role from Avery and Zeal since they're like the forest people of the group. Oh, and they were looking for plants the last time. You two both know kinda know know exactly what he's talking about. It's basically like a little plant. Like it's kinda it has like a curve. But it has like a almost like a flower and like a circular and like a circular uh, spindle um, at, at the end of it, and it glows blue. So you guys know exactly what he's talking about, and he kind of uh, he kind of say, "Now, do you guys know at least what this will look like?" Why do I feel like you just pulled that thistle from fucking Valheim? <laughs> you son of a bitch! I was like, "Hold on, glowing blue." Hold on. Yeah. So anyway, you guys know what the fuck it is. So now, he kind of says, hey, so the, the thistle, I just need at least three pounds worth of it. I need to grind it down, put it into some herb and tea, and give it to her so she can actually be overcome by this disease. I've been told by a mage that this is supposed to work, and I need you guys to help. And I'll to give the 200, 200 gold, I'll give you just a little tips and like a little kind of like a little guide almost in the in the riddle in the uh, riddle to kind of know what to do i feel like this would work as long as you guys know what um he needs to find uh i feel like we can navigate it ourselves we've been in there a little bit cool cool perfect perfect awesome so the riddle for the force is this you go up two steps go down south once you go down south you need to go west once you go west you go further south you go past a out you go you see an owl bear you've gone too far oh we've seen the owl bear that's the terrifying part ah we <laughs> thankfully think really, um like she kind of like gestures towards Avery behind her. It's like, uh, he's had a very intimate encounter with a mother owlbear. Ah, you're the one that I've heard about that got attacked by the owlbear and the kids. 
not a smart move there. It went too far. <laughs> the intention was not the attention was not to fight, it was to run. Yeah, that might have been my fault. She just like raises her hand very slightly and then puts it back down. So he gives it a riddle and he kinda says, Now the rest of the way it's kinda like a situation of if you go too far too many times, you start all the way from scratch. You start from you start from the beginning. So if you go too far, you see yourself at the entryway. Now if you go if you don't go too far, you see yourself near where you need to be. Hmm. Okay. So remember that. Remember what you just exactly said to you guys. Yeah, trust me, I wrote it down. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. All right. Because this, if you guys fuck up, it's going to be like a two session situation. I God, it's going to be like a two session. So, after he tells you that, you guys, um, are you guys, what you guys want to do now? Gronis starts to return from his walk to co- from cooling off. Catches up to the group and asks, "What did I miss?" Everything, everything. There's something about kobolds, and then there's something about gremlin. And not defeated after midnight. I have no idea what that means, but we need to find a goblin now. <laughs> We've been given the path through the misty woods to find a specific herb. The old man, after hearing the whole. Feeling a goblin that night? Don't. I didn't say I feel a goblin that night. And then there's a. As soon as you about to say that, he looks at the dragon. He's like, "Nope, never mind. That's correct. Don't feed the goblin at night." Like Scarlet already has her hand in her bag, is pulling out two hundred gold and like, like, hovering it over towards the old man. Like, shh. Yep, yep, yep. Don't feed the goblin at night. Yep, that's how you just. Go through the forest, don't feed a goblin at night. Yep. <clears throat> she just ties her pouch back up and is like, yeah, see, so we need to find a goblin um, and then something about giving a hickory smoke? I have no idea. It sounds cool, though. Gronus crosses his arm, gives out a spit. Oh, let's get this over with already. Losing my patience speaking to a human and some fire girl. I mean, you know what? At least I can keep my cool and immediately just starts walking off. I looks back at the old dude and goes, I'm skinning that damn bear this time. He kind of looks, and while you're walking away, you kind of like, careful with the bear. I mean, you normally see bunches instead of just the one. The bear meat it is. <laughs> I think three darts up and they all land in front of his feet. I guess you could say, Brian, that you're going to have to bear with me. Where ah, <laughs> to <laughs> all that is Bahamut and Holy. <laughs> oh, he, he's going to have to worry about the simple bear necessities. He's had to deal with my puns for so long already, and I feel like he's just ready to kill me. Oh my god. Well, the problem is, is his comeback is very bare at the moment. Oh, fucking god. I hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, oh and, uh, and I'm supposed to be the hothead. I'm going to kill um, all of you in this forest. <laughs> I will kill all of you in this forest. And I will find a way to burn it down. 
I'm innocent here. I am innocent. Avery is the only person who will not be killed by me in this war is on purpose. All of you will die. Oh. Hell yeah. I get a look. I'm a dragonborn, remember? <laughs> Motherfuckers. To, to be fair, with the puns, there was literally a point of playing another game, and I made him leave call twice, because he just was not putting up with it. I swear to God. Okay, to the forest. You forget that I'm chaotic evil, so it's just in my blood. We're moving to this other area. Fuck this. You're, we're moving. We're, we're going to the area. I feel like there's just going to come a point, Brian, where you're going to forcibly throw my character into, like, an ocean. I probably will. Because, unfortunately, I'm not a water or air genasi, which means I don't have I don't have the ability to breathe infinitely. Oh, I know. You guys get to the Mission Stream. It's basically like a good six-hour trek, so you guys kind of started early in the day, so around 10 o'clock and six hours pass by, so you're starting to get a little bit dark and stuff in the area, but if you notice that when you get here, it still kind of look sunlightish. It looks like the darkness still hasn't really touched the inside of the forest. You guys kind of start. So basically, the first module that your characters are in front of right now, that's considered the opening of the forest that you guys can go to. So as soon as, so basically, as soon as you guys get here, you guys um, automatically go into the forest. As soon as you go into the forest, you kind of notice that it's kind of foggy-ish. It's, it's very foggy, but it's where you're still, you can still kind of see at least get in front of you about at least good 20 or 30 feet in front of you without any issues um, whatsoever. Now, while you're in the forest, um, you guys can actually do little perception checks to find um, items and stuff in the forest if you want now you can do also do like things like picking up resources and stuff like that if you want and gathering only thing is you got to remember gather stuff is going to take time from it's going to do like real game like it's going to actually do extended time frame situation and you have to do a role to determine how much you're trying to gather like if you're trying to gather a large amount of stuff small hunting game things of that nature but per little perception checks for like uh, herbs and stuff in the area we, that you that you're in is instant. You can basically like a, a quick find. It's not going to take that long to gather something like that. Um, so as you guys are walking in the forest, you kind of see that it's all misty, dark, uh, misty and stuff. And but thing is, you get to this area of the forest, like you gotta get to like the middle area of the starting forest, and you notice that. There's a path to the front of you. And where the hell is Zill's character? Where's Zill at? <laughs> what did you do what? to Zill, Ruby? He's not that far away. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm just taking out my proverbial pain. It's fine. <clears throat> well, put now, like you, you, that's the thing. You can see him. Zill's trying to get his void blade. Oh my god! You <laughs> <stupid. laughs> trying to have a poison sword and an aquatic sword, essentially. Josh, you're fucking idiots. <laughs> I mean, J Josh is gonna have it hard. Oh lord, there you go. God damn it. Yep. <laughs> the knockdown feature I can hide people. Fuck you. You're, you're getting it. You're getting it easy. Jesus Christ, hiding, hiding like a motherfucker. God damn. So, you notice on the front of you, you guys notice that 
straight ahead. So basically, straight ahead will be basically where Avery is. Avery is another section that you can go to. Um, then you see the right of you, uh, to the south of you, there is a another path, but it's past some trees. Um, you have two options you want, you can go to. Which one would you like to go to? So when we entered the woods real fast, which way was south? Which, the south way is the way that Zeal is basically facing from being face planted. All right. So south um, is to our character's right, and if that's south, and that should be the way we go, correct? Uh, because it's go up two steps, go south, go west, go south. But don't go too far because you'll run into the elders. Well, I was thinking the original path we went on was the quote-unquote steps. Yeah. So, the path that when you guys technically, technically you're in like the second area of the forest. So you already went past entryway, which was, entry, which was the starting path, which is one. You're now in path two. Path two is the one that has the straight ahead or go back and get to the entryway or go south and go to another path. Man, I was hoping for literal steps. I'm going to do a perception check to see if I'll find fucking this wall already. Okay. Thought he said go west, up two steps, go west, go down south. Scarlet, I thought that you I wrote this down. Wait, hold on. I wrote it down. <laughs> Wait. Also, we can't go west where we're at because west would be back where we came from. Well, somebody that wasn't paying attention to the original thing. Exactly. I have it. It's two steps south, west, south. <clears throat> You're not allowed to veer us off track, lizard. <laughs> it's because you imitate fire and does not mean that I am inferior to you, weakling. I never said you were. I'm just stating you by what you look like. Just like I talk with the bug and I just like point a thumb over to Avery. He's doing his best to ignore both of you right now. He's just looking for the thistle. Immediately leans on Avery. Like, right, Avery? You're my favorite little bug, right? Ha! Called you a bug. Looks down and glares at her. You're just feeling my heat. You're a puny little insect. We have a job to accomplish. So what happened with two, with both Zill and Avery's um, checks? You guys didn't technically find the herb of the thistle in this one because it's not here. It's not in this part of the location yet. But you did find some uh, mushroom, some blue mushrooms that you may be able to use later um, in the future and uh, for like the desert area stuff. So now you guys going to go south or you're going to go east? Down this looks like scarlet and ass. You know the way, then I'll follow. Zill starts walking east. Okay. Well, I'm going to start walking south. Come on, bug. Jonas stands still, wondering which way shall I go? Which way shall I go? Ah, I guess I'll stand here and wait for the other party member. Zill, I believe you're going down the wrong path. It is south until we reach West Point. He'll follow behind the Genasi. <laughs> Thank you, bug. And just kind of like loops her arm into your lo- like the lower of your two forearms on the right hand side. It's like, ah, uh, see, see, we are meant to be friends. He <laughs> looks as un- uncomfortable as hell. He just wants to get out of this grasp. 
Not to mention the heat is just you're just in you know bathing in it at this point. Continue to wander east while you're about. Zill basically continues to try to wander east. As soon as Zill tries to wander east, you hear. Why should we roll a perception check? Roll a perception check. Yeah. Uh, Wait. So who? Only him. Yeah. All right. Twenty-three. So as soon as you get there, you hear the sound of five owlbears. <laughs> I turn my ass and I misty step all the way back to where the fuck they are. <laughs> 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 I actually missed. I missed he stepped past him. <laughs> <laughs> now the whole time they're probably wondering. Now at this moment, I guess everyone is probably like wondering, like where the hell, why the hell Zill came back fast. And all you guys still hearing, you you hear you hear like a faint sound of the owlbears, but you don't really know of the owlbears sound too much, more or less. Immediately tries to stealth if he hears any signs of owlbear. Okay. And what would you like to do, Omari? Jagonis hears a sound in the distance, looks up at the sky, sees misty teleportation, decides to follow scent, catches up with the group shortly after. All right, cool. So everyone has gone to the... Now you guys consider at the first south board of the, of the Misty Forest. So while you're here, uh, for this one, um, you see that there's, like, as soon as you go past this one border, the, uh, the area behind you, it becomes fully fogged in. Nothing can really be fully seen whatsoever. Huh. This here's claws, and here's sound closing, and Jonas asked Avery if he could run the perception to make sure the owlbears aren't close. Uh, Vrithix, uh, hearing that, will climb up a tree and start searching. Roll with advantage. Okay. 23. Okay. So with your 23, you notice as you're in the top peak of the, of the trees, you notice that you no longer can see the owlbears coming your way because the whole area has been fogged in. So basically, you now, since you're at the top, only this is the only thing you can see. You can only see that at the very tippy top of the area. There's nothing can be seen from the east, west, south, and north. Everything I feel like is enclosed inside of a fog. Sliding down the tree, he will report. Hard visual, the fog covers majority of it, but I do believe they are turning the other way. Afraid to move. Uh, maybe this mist is getting in my mind. I could have sworn I heard something behind us. <sighs> Let's carry on then. You're not alone. Now also... What you notice is that there's a nest uh, further southward into uh, to the forest. While you was up in the tree, you kind of noticed there's a nest further south with a few eggs in it. Um, if you can decide what you would like to do, hmm. this is something also only Avery saw. So you noticed a nest, uh, the direction we're going. Now the nest is like the eggs are kind of like medium, also size. So they're kind of like a medium, large, large, medium sized eggs. They don't look like normal chicken eggs. They're pretty much like ostrich, but a little bit bigger. Uh, would he know what type of eggs they are, or no? Uh, have you been in a... What kind of what's the background? Uh, what was it? It's like Ugot Tribe Hunter. You probably would. Um, roll a nature check. To do 19. For you, you notice the eggs, but you notice them as being eggs of Coatl. Coatl's egg. So cool, I'll buy. I think I'm saying the name right. 
Okay. Does he know much about a Um, you would. You would know that basically the kind of like celestial type of creatures and stuff, and they kind of actually tend to like stay by stay by themselves. But you notice that those eggs, they were there were nothing. No, were no none of them was by by them. And you know that those eggs, they can also be raised up to be pets. Now, does he inform us of this that he sees these eggs? Any? It's up to him. We'll then say after uh, assuring the dragonborn that he is not just hearing things. So seems to be some sort of creature's eggs up ahead. Celestial of origin. I recommend we don't tangle with it. Wait, wait. Eggs? Like, edible? They are celestial nature. I believe that would be a very poor idea. But, no. Hear me out. You've not tried my omelets. Uh, maybe your brain is an omelet. It's need to mess with these eggs, Avery says. Oh, come on. You want to fight giant flying serpents that can tell... Uh, sorry, its tongue is messing with me. Giant flying serpents that can always tell when you lie. Their poison can completely paralyze your form. I wouldn't recommend tangling with it. So what you're saying is they would sell really good on the black market back at base. The parents are most likely nearby. You want to fight those things? Did you see any? No, but the mist is already very hard to see through. I would not be surprised if they're nearby shapeshifted somehow. Alright. How about this? If we come back through here after we grab whatever the hell we're grabbing again, I don't remember. Um, how about we grab one of them, see how much it's worth. Worst case, we turn into an omelette. And we have the greatest, um, <clears throat> I wouldn't say feast, but I would say um, the greatest breakfast in the morning. Also, being a man of nature, can I, can I do like an insight on like the weather, like the type of season it is to see if it's anywhere close to them getting ready to hatch? 19. All right. So for you, your insight, he kind of tells you about the, about the uh, creatures and stuff. And you, you kind of you give you like a little rundown of them celestial and all that stuff and eggs but you kind of also understand that eggs sometimes most of creatures that are like celestial and things like that it takes them a little less time to actually grow and by the size of the eggs that he told you and stuff like that you kind of understand that those eggs are probably about to grow in maybe two or three two to three months from now um, if they are incubated correctly and kept and kept uh, kept in a great condition. So, out of character, what you're saying is, if someone knows an ice spell, we can stop that. This fucker here. If you are a fire genasi and you know an ice spell, I would be highly the fuck upset. I mean, I am a I am a cleric barbarian, so it's not that wouldn't be difficult. But yes, you could if you like to do so. Couldn't I technically just burn it enough to actually just cook it here and now? Because the forest won't burn down. I mean, you could, if you want. That would require a lot of flame, though. I don't know if I could actually create that much. You're not burning the forest down. So whatever you guys feel like you want to do, what would you guys like to do? There's the options of you have a exit to your to your left, which is going to be to your west. You have an exit to your east, I mean, to your right, that's going to be your east. 
Wait, hold on. If south is... Okay, hold on. Wait, no, I think you swapped east and west. Because if south... You know, east would be to the left, and west would be to the right. Yes, east, east would be to the left of your characters. Yeah, okay. And then, yeah, west would be to the right of your character. Well, to remind people, we have to go... And she just, like, pulls out this, like, thing, like, uh, uh, west next? Where's west? As Draganus and Scarlet are trying to think of directions, I walk over to Avery and I kind of sit there and weigh the in and outs of taking one of those eggs. So basically, uh, Avery, you guys pretty much know the eggs are kind of further up ahead. They're kind of like in the middle of the forest. So you guys are pretty much like right there. Now you're close to the eggs and you're also close to the west exit, um, more or less. So you guys are pretty much talking, I guess, doing your little talk. And I guess, what do you guys decide to do? Oh, I basically sit there and go, well, there's an upside. If we if we manage to get an egg or two and raise them up, we can profit off that. And then the downside is, is we get an egg or two. Sparky over here is going to try and cook them. But the dangerous thing is, is they're so far along ahead. The mother is hitting herself in the forest somewhere knowing that, they're, that they'll be hatching soon, which means they'll be hungry. That was well played. I'll give you that. So overall, we should just leave them alone. I give you that well played, sir. Son of a bitch. I was not expecting that. <laughs> but either way it goes, we're, we might come across that mom anyway. So if we do come across her before leaving this forest, we shall. We manage to defeat her. We should come back for the eggs. If we are being led to this trap, I wonder. Dragana speaks to himself. All right. So plan on doing Avery. So we're currently heading west, correct? Yeah. Currently heading west, and he asked you about if you guys want to still go get the egg from the treetop that you saw. In the center of the map. I believe we should just leave them be. I do not believe we should go after them by any means. We've always already stacked upon food. We should be fine. And that's you and Sparky over here thinking food. I'm thinking long run. I completely forgot that we have all those pounds of fucking meat. Oh, mm -hmm. shit. <laughs> I forgot about that. Exactly. And coin does not interest me by any means. But who's ever had a celestial? Who's ever had a celestial wavering as a pet? It'd be too much trouble. We don't even feed off of the same substance. We don't even know how to feed a celestial. We can always bring it back to the forest and let it do its feeding when it pleases. The vote is no. We do not go after it. I'll go after it on my own if we come across the mother. So you want to go at it by yourself? You want to try to... Not at this moment. Based on how this pans out, I will or won't. Yeah, I think what I'm understanding is whether or not we encounter the mother is going to be the deciding factor. All right, cool. <clears throat> Pet. All right, guess you guys don't get a pet, man. Oh, shush. Well, Charlie just kind of like pushes in between Zill and Avery and takes his his little forearm forearm again and starts like leading him off. Come on, come on, bug. We're going to the west. You need to stop doing this. No, no. You are the friend. I am not leaving you behind. Quit, quit playing hard to get. God. So as you guys start going towards the west, um, you see that the west path opens up. And it's not a, not of a, and it opens up to a clear opening that you guys can see. And as soon as you guys open it, there's no, no monsters or anything like that. You don't see anything different or anything like that. So you guys go get to the east, come into the west. As you notice to the west, there's nothing really much there. It's like a lot. It's like opening. It's like less of a blockage in like in the middle and stuff of the, of the forest. But you guys notice that to the east of it, there's, 
there's kind of like no not not like not like a mist it's basically like all fours you can technically see like the fours but it's kind of like a wall but to the south you see there is a path but what would you like to do does anyone remember the directions or to go south again following the old man's instructions yes do you remember it it's south again okay cool well you guys go south you stay on almost let you guys as i'm dragging avery still i know come on bug all right so you guys go south and just to speed this along a little bit more i want someone to roll a d4 oh no uh does that lead to the dragonborn to do uh whoever wants to roll it who wants to feel lucky i mean i'm not a very lucky person so been rolling only pure average there we go three okay cool so you have three paths you can go the path that's further south of you is basically a straight to south area which is correct as a riddle and then you have a point that's another south and you have a each roll a perception check broken 20. <laughs> <laughs> i look at it, that's so beautiful oh my god that's is that nine, eight, and three? Yep. Nine, eight, three. God damn. You know, Avery, you, you're the reason I keep you around. Yeah. If I were to average this role, you guys would be fucked. Because you guys would be going south. But Avery, at the last minute, he kind of he's kind of noticed. He hears up. He perks, your ears perk up a little bit. And you hear the roars of Owlbear again. And you, and you remember the whole the part of the poem. You see Albert, you're going too far. About to take a turn here. That direction is Albert's. There's just a slap, a slight pat on the top of your head, Avery. And it's like, ah, good bud. Can you even reach his head? I mean, probably not. But I mean, here's the thing. Slouch. Yeah, but Scarlet's exactly five foot. So yeah, it, might like be, it might be a bit slouching. stretch. <laughs> just, just like pats you on the side of your face. It's just like, uh, bug. This is the reason I keep you around. Just like holds onto your forearm a little bit tighter. You are not going anywhere. Look, yeah, it's the hots for him. His eyes are telling you all. He is so done with this right now. <laughs> the most animated he's been this entire time, and he just looks literally like, "Why the fuck am I here? Why the fuck do I continue? Why did I ask for this job?" Gronus burst out with a thunderous laugh that echoes through the forest. Uh, as we're walking in this center area, Vrithix would begin searching. Not going to crouch down and search, but like keeping his eye out for the plants the old man had asked for, because he had given us no other instructions. Roll a check. Uh, perception, nature, survival. Um, you can do either one. <laughs> Nine. Hmm. You... Notice there's like some plants around, but you don't know exactly which plants are which per se. Um, so you notice there's two different plants. You notice one, it has the blue. They, they, well, they both have blue, like a blue aura around them. But one, it has one, it has three uh, circle circles, and then a blue inside the center of it. And another one has four circles, and then a center, and then inside the center is blue. Which one would you like to pick up? Would he know if either of these could be transferred into ether somehow? I mean, you can probably use any of the plants to use as ether. It's just which one is the right one, and which one is probably one that might fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. He's like, do you want the poisonous ether? Do you want the non-poisonous ether? Or do you want the ether that really fucks you up, but like 
in a good way. I mean, you're gonna. It's gonna be like they're all. They're only good way fuck, fuck ups for this one. He's not gonna be poison. Like, oh, oh you, you get poison. It'll be like he'll take the ether. He'll probably like feel drunk. <laughs> drunk bug. And then it'd be constitution check. <laughs> drunk bug. It's like punch buggy, but drunk buggy. Uh-huh. He'll take both then. Okay. Cool. He does. He doesn't have the time to expect it. We're on the move. Drunk bug. Do you want to go north or south, or would you like to do like do a check around to see if there's anything that might give you hints? You can do an investigation check. Rolling investigation. Fifteen. One two two. So with Zill, you kind of know. You kind of listen. You kind of see tracks and stuff in the ground that lead south, like that, the mixture of animals and human tracks. But then for Avery, you notice that those tracks that lead north are all human now. But it's also a mixture of humans and orcs and things of that nature of different races. Dragona's role in an investigation by using his scent. Then, uh, since you're a dragon and you have a sense of smell, I guess, you can roll with advantage. Uh, so the first one was a seven, but you have a plus three in an investigation. So that's a ten. Second was a fourteen. First one I did without the advantage, my bad. Well, when you do advantage, it's, a set, it's basically two rolls at once that you do. Ah, gotcha. And basically take the higher the... When it's advantage, you take the higher roll. Disadvantage, you take the lower roll. Advantage, you got still a 14, so you basically aren't kind of... It's not like a success, like a basic success on it, but you kind of also sense... You, your sense of smell kind of leads you to where... You also kind of understand the whole situation of... To the south, you smell the fragrance of owlbears, but also death. And then to the north, you smell the fragrance of like camp of like a like fire being stoked like a campfire or something like that. But also you smell the scent of like orcs and humans. Think we should go north. I smell something that doesn't smell like this stench from after waste, of course, after a meal. Uh, the silence. What? Who? What? 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 what, what? Lord Jesus. Okay. He understood the camp is to the north and owlbears are to the south because it smells like death and owlbears. Okay. The north is basically smells like camp, a campsite and humans and orcs. Okay. So sounds like north would be probably the more profitable direction. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. I, I disassociated for half a minute, so my brain was like, Wit. I felt that. I felt all of that. That was a full disassociation right there. Yeah, it was just like, woo. Matrix has an error. Just a whole error. I mean, can't say the fact there's going to be a new Matrix movie. Uh, it's oddly uh, topical. So you guys see the entryway. And, uh, yeah, you see a large ruin right ahead of you guys. Um, to, and at the front of you guys, you see like there's the left, there's like a, a, a pillar and stuff, uh, like a, like a little ruin area, ruin, uh, ruin area. And also to the right of that way, there's another like kind of like tall steep way area that you guys can, um, go at, uh, that you guys can actually see. Oh, does the Zill thing and he starts walking to the ruin area to investigate. Okay. All right, cool. So Zill does that. I, I'm still leading Avery by the fore, by the tiny forearm. Come on, bud. 
I need you to be able to see around. 26 on investigation. 26 on investigation? Mm-hmm. Kind of slowly walks behind the group. All right, so actually what I want you to do is a perception check. 18. 15 on perception. You guys still won't notice what I have, have hiding. All right, cool. Great. Yeah, that, that's why I'm not moving them up. Now, I want you guys to discuss what you guys want to do with this. Do you guys want to just go up straight ahead, or do you guys want to like stealth, like do a stealthy situation of like, trying to check shit? Uh, well, I can, we we can do this stealthily. Well, hold on. Just climbing up the mount, just walking up the steps sounds foolish. True. It's also, I mean, mind you, it's the middle of the day. I walked towards the rooms. I didn't walk towards the steps. Is there still a heavy mist around the area? Or on, you have to take the steps to get to the rooms. Ah, uh, oh. So stealthily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stealth probably up the steps just to maybe... I, I would like to at least see what's up here. Okay. So I'll do my stealth. Vrithix having the chance to actually go on his own. Yep, you're not feeling the intense heat. Crawl up this left side. Um, so how far is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. About 30 feet left up the side of the wall, also stealthing to get a good look. As Avery moves that way, Zill kind of like, uh, he shapeshifts into, he changes into a small child and climbs up on Avery's shoulder. Uh, um, you saw the roll I did, right? Huh? Uh, yeah, I was wondering what one of those was, because I'm pretty sure there's an at 20 in there. It was. Um, cause, yeah, so I stealthed, which mine was clearly 17. And I was just trying to peek my head over the, the edge here. It's not gonna make a difference. <clears throat> not natural 20 for 31. Cheek, every stop! You're not even next to me, okay? You can't be doing this when you're away from me. You have the changeling who changed into a small child and climbed up on every shoulder. A small child on top of a bug. That does not sound like a cause for alarm. So if Avery, you managed to get away with the stealth check. Avery's probably like halfway up. For you guys, I'm just, not just stop where you guys are at. Just, yeah, so who saw me? I was a group. I, I rolled it for three different groups. Okay. Um, do I are see- you missing you, mister? I, <laughs> I don't think this is going to be... Listen here, mister. So, um, so, so who saw me, where are they, and how am I going to die as the barbarian slash cleric? Look to your, just look to the left of the map, right where Avery. Oh, is there someone in the fucking tower? No, it's in the forest. In the forest? Where? What? Oh. Oh. Oh, that, is that a warg? That's a direwolf. Okay, at least it's not a warg. I'll take a direwolf over a warg. Jesus. I mean, it's a direwolf, two elves, scouts, and two smaller wolves. Wait, the only one still on the ground is... <laughs> is Dragonis. <laughs> <laughs> but he was coming up from the flank, so he probably, like, coming up the stairway. Wait, was, was he coming up the stair with, stairs with me? I was cautiously going up the stairs due to my armor. Uh, okay, yeah, so probably trailing a little bit behind I'm going to die. I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, I, I guess you're right, because it's not, it's not a warg. Like, I would be concerned if it was a warg. It's not a warg. It's... Next, you know, three wargs drop from the sky. Oh, God. 
um, you see a wolf, a wood elf scout. He gets closer and he looks up at Avery and he says, What are you doing while his bow is trained upon you, ready to attack? I thought Avery was hitting though. Oh, wait, yes, Avery is hitting. So he looks at you because you actually are not hitting. Oh, no. What are you talking about, mister? I'm a small child lost in the woods. You have too much faith in these these strangers. Wait, who said not to talk to strangers? Hold on. Exactly. He asked a question and I responded. Who are you answering? <laughs> who are you answering? Hold on. Who are you talking to, child? <laughs> As the commotion continues, Dragonus sneaks past Scarlet and hides behind the rock. While all of this is happening, he still has a little train up on, on uh, Scott. On, G- on Zeal. And what he's doing is, he, at the same time he's doing that, you also see another wolf, uh, wood elf scout come like to the further south, like t- towards the entryway. And he's looking at um, both Scarlet and Dragonus. And he's like, Don't you move. You two, come down. Okay. Rithix is going to try to pull his longbow into a readied state. So, hold on. How, how much... Okay. Hypothetical. How much of it is a drop from where I'm standing down to the next set of stairs? Like, if I were to just jump straight down? You, you still be alive. Okay. I wouldn't take damage? No. Okay. I wasn't sure if that would, like, impose damage. So, yeah, she's just going to do that then. She's just going to jump down. And then, like, walk down the last set of stairs. Be like, I'm not doing anything. Not, I haven't done anything. I haven't burned down the forest yet. You can't blame it on me. Burn? burn? Did you? What are you t- no. I, no, no, no. I didn't. I didn't. I said. And he st- as soon as you say that, he's still ready his bow. Like, I said I didn't. Mister, this lady's crazy. She's trying to set the forest on fire. And you're not actually a child. I'm not going down w- without taking Zill with me. Fuck you. Wow. <laughs> so he kind of notices you. You say he's not a child. No, he is not a child. I am not taking the blame for anything stupid happening here. How many elven soldiers are there? Oh, soldiers in general. Mm, you, you, got, you got two scouts, um, a dire wolf, and two little dire wolf cubs. Or pups, sorry. All right. Does it look like it'd be possible to, like, just pop one of their heads with ease or no? Wow. Jesus. Wow, that is... That is and dark. here I thought David was the murderer of, of this group. Oh, my that God. That was fucking dark as shit. I mean, it's almost as dark as the ability to see him. That, wow. He kind of... He still pulls his bow back and he says, What do you mean that's not a child? Clearly a child. Are you his kidnappers? Yes. Hey. Can, what? Hold on. Now for that one, persuasion check. Because now he's because right now he's uh, he's really confused. Scarlet just said, and also what you're saying. Because clearly a child just climbed up the whole entire fucking side of a fucking rock. Twenty one. Okay. I'm not good at that. Why do you keep putting me in charisma situation? He almost had the boat trained up on Zeal. He still doesn't notice Avery in the corner. Like Avery probably is like in a corner, tucked away, like right. What I'm currently imagining, what I'm currently imagining is Avrithix is against the wall at such an angle that they just barely cannot see him, but see a kid clinging onto something. Probably onto the rocks. That would make sense. 
he's doing that, and this whole time he's kind of like, but he turns his bow back towards Scarlet. No, a fire genasi, a, a being made out of a curse, out of an unwanted child? No. You, you seem to be lying. I want to point out the second that he mentions that, anyone that can actually see her face immediately sees like almost like a visible snap in her normal demeanor. Like that visibly struck a chord with her. And she just goes, oh, oh, so so you're calling me a mistake, are you? And like her hand is already reached up where her glaive is sitting on her back and just holding the handle. You want to say that again to my face, buddy? Look at Avery and I go, this is going to become a shit show. Uh, By now, he's already had the bow drawn and arrow prepped, and now he's just, he hears the rage, and he's starting to pull the string back, ready to take a shot. While the commotion is going on, Dragonis sneaks behind and is able to pull Avery. Technically can't sneak. You pretty much Yeah, you'd be right in their line of sight. Yeah, you're already being caught. Uh, uh. Yeah, I would say Dracona, so you could probably notice, like, right as she put her hand onto the handle of her glaive, you can see such force in her grip on her weapon. Even though you couldn't see her face, like, you can, you can kind of tell her, um, her emotions at the current moment. Uh, I wouldn't be a good help. I'm evil by nature. I would probably egg her on. I see the force from Scarlet gripping her glaive. I'm encouraging her, saying, why don't we just slaughter them all and burn the forest while we're at it? Back at Avery and go, this is really going to become a shit show. Yeah, at that, Avrithix knows, just like Zill's mentioning, this is just about to begin, so he's going to let off two shots. It's right off the bat. Alright, so... Now, the shots that you're going to do, you're going to have to deal with the fact that is you would have had disadvantage at first because they're in like still like in the tree line and stuff so you have to deal with that but because you are you're technically ready you can do a regular shot um without the without the disadvantage it'd be just a regular shot at that point all right so real fast who is the man with the first ball drew the, the words first man with a drawn bow who was talking to them he is in the little thicket of the forest, right behind the direwolf, the large direwolf. You would crawl out if you can't. Yeah, I can see it. He would slightly crawl out so then he could actually get an angle, and then uh, mumbling a bit, the ether drips down into his hand, and he draws it across the arrows and will release two shots against him. Number one is an 18, number two is a 14. Alright, so both of them would hit. So that means they've been hunter marked here. So the first one is 11 plus 11. So first shot is 22 damage. 28 damage, sorry. And you see, as soon as you. Uh, uh, you, you, tell me how, you tell me how you do it. Because you actually killed this guy. Alright, so. He draws the bowstring back, and as he hears uh, the dragonborn talking about how he's ready for blood, a shot just fires through a small blue wisp on it, and it hits their shoulders, slamming them into the ground, and with a crack, they just fall unconscious. 
And then with 14, he immediately pulls the string at the other archer. We'll fire at that one. So, so you're not trying to kill. You're trying to knock out, basically. Yes. Remember, they have wolves that they are trained to have trained on. So with you knocking the first one out, now you got to roll for your initiative. I have a second shot. That was only one shot. Be, uh, whenever I get uh, essentially a surprise or first turn or an in initiative, I get two attacks. Okay. Oh, nice. We'll shift the second shot over to the other archer with a 14 trying to hit him. So 14, that hits. Alright, and that just deals nine damage. Okay. So with him, you see him take the shot and in his shoulder, and he... Um, loses grip of the bow and he uh fires the arrow out of like reaction but it's basically veers off course and hits the wall hits the rocks right next to scarlet to the left of scarlet and at the same time you also still see the dire wolf notice that its owner has been attacked so now it moves into position to help the owner and one of the baby direwolves goes to the bottom to help out with the other one and the other one kind of moves closer kind of helps around the knocked out scout okay now now we roll the initiatives yeah let's do it what do i get uh 12. Bill, you got a 12 as well what's your dex modifier it is a one it's one okay then i'm faster i got two Avery. Oh, you got 10. And then, uh, Dragonis. That's three twelves. Jesus. I'd imagine, uh, Dragonis, what is your dex modifier? Uh, <clears throat> just plus one. Okay, so you're pretty much, I guess it's, it's up to you and Zill to decide who goes first, or you're both at plus one. Oh, you can go first, Zill. That's fine. I guess I'll go first. The start of the round is the direwolf. Oh no. Oh no. Direwolf. Oh no. Porter, direwolf. The knocked out wolf wood scout. He he be knocked the fuck out. You know, just casually bleeding out all over the forest, turning into bloodwood. Yeah, just just casual. Just casual bleeding. Yeah. Somehow causes it to the tree to turn into an end because enough blood was given as a sacrifice. So the diet will notice that the arrows came from the top and he gets kind of a he looks at Avery and he's, and he's kind of like looks back at his uh, master and he leaps forward and he goes you know, 50 foot movements. So Oh yeah, he could definitely come directly into my face. Okay, just a full leap up top. Wait, can he just do a leap straight the fuck up? I mean, he can go run a dash and a leap. Well, isn't that an action and a bonus action right there? That would be a full action if he does that. So what instead he does, he stays where he's at. Because what he's going to do, he's going to kind of get close and just let out a howl. Out, bitch. And let me see. 
Moreau, just let's roll a d20. See what happened at the house. Everyone dies. Cool. So was that how you you kind of hear him howl, but it's like it's not loud enough for a howl to like get anybody else's attention. It's just a quick, um, kind of like a quick call for like maybe something like calling the pups or telling the pups to do something. And it ends its turn. Now it's at the damaged, the uh, damaged wood scout. So yeah, you did like just knocking him out, right? One that fell unconscious. Yeah, he's knocked out zero hit points and has to make death saves. Bam, 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 bam. Oh, what we're doing, death saves for NPCs now? Oh no. So, what um, what I was gonna have him do? He was gonna try to like do a little contract since he just knocked out and not lethally hurt, if that's what the word is. But. He's just gonna basically just still stay there on the floor, just bleeding out a little bit. And now it's gonna be Scarlet's turn. Okay. Um. So obviously, with everything finally <coughs> like going underway, she's pulled out her glaive. Um. And the <laughs> Dragana's the last thing you hear right before she starts running off to the fucking direwolf is. Come on, beheader. It's time to slay. And she just fucking runs right at the goddamn direwolf. On hearing Garla's battle cry, Dragonus prepares to charge himself. Um, so first and foremost, <clears throat> she is going to take the beheader and fucking assault the direwolf because you know that's kind of just what she do let me check something i don't know why i have that stuck in my head now why do you have like the terminator soundtrack in your head is it terminator it reminds me of something else for some reason and i can't think of what it is not thinking of mario are you no, no, it's specifically like, kind of like a, th- a thunderous, I don't know. I, th- I wish, I wish I knew what it was. Um, I'm just like double checking all of my, all of my things since I didn't, I didn't fully look into everything that you changed on my thing. I was just making sure that I was like looking at it right. Um, so yeah, just gonna fucking attempt to hit him. Uh, that's a 14. That hit AC. Gripping, really? Three damage. Uh, three slashing damage, I believe. Yeah, slashing. Fucking Christ, out of a D10, I roll a fucking one. I'm sorry. Um, and then... Is there anything I can do for bonus? Because I don't... 
she's not angry enough to rage. I mean, you did get his soul hurt. He kind of turned. Yeah, but also like the, these these are this is just a, a giant dog. Like, come on. Yeah, no, I don't really have anything else. So she's just gonna be there. That's hers. All right. All right. So now it's the wolf dog that's been hurt. Um. So what he does, he pulls the air out of his shoulder and he looks up towards Avery location and he says, you, you hit us when we try to help? We was just trying to get your information. And that's when he runs uh, towards the south. He aims, then he is aimed towards uh, Avery and he rolls to attack with his long bow. That's 15 hit your AC. Uh, 18, just barely, yes. He beat off 15. Oh, 15, that misses. Okay, so he does a secondary attack, and that is a net 20. Net 20 hit your AC? Uh, from the yeah, it does. Okay. But from the position he's at, he should tech. I should be able to just move the cloak in the way, technically. Uh, turn it into a normal hit, correct? Uh, I think we're inside, more or less. Yeah, so he has four arms. I would imagine he'd be able to grab cloak with one of them and move it in the way. It wouldn't be critical roll, but I'll do a critical roll damage roll just to see what it would be. And it will only be a five. So, yeah. Hmm. You got lucky. So it's actually be a four because he rolled a two. And then a plus two for hit. For damage, so he hit you for four. Alright. And what he does is, um, before the end of his turn, he signals the, uh, Dire, one of the baby dire wolves, to uh, go back for assistance, and the, one of the baby dire wolves turns around, you know, whistling, and he ends his turn. Now Zil. Uh, I see that baby dire wolf running off, and I finally completely lost up onto the ledge where Avery's at and I'm gonna throw a seeker dark at it but I'm gonna tell it to do damage and not just seek 16 uh, let's see base damage is 3 and then it needs to roll dexterity check of 16 it fails his check so it also takes 12, if I'm not mistaken, lightning damage or thunder damage. Yeah, 12 lightning damage. How do you want to kill the baby wolf? So when I, when I pull up onto the ledge, I kind of flip and I toss the dart as I'm still like midair. And I yell, and I yell, uh, I, I yell damage its ass. And as it flies through, the wolf kind of like has its mouth open and it kind of just flies through its mouth and exits 
Fire back. That is dark and evil. What the fuck? Releasing sparks of electricity as it flies through. Okay. You say I am bad. <laughs> Look, I just threw a man down a well. Exactly. This man just literally eviscerated a dog. You just killed a whole I'm pretty dog. sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm considered the most innocent person here. Just saying, I didn't kill the person. I mean, Avery's like the top part of the most innocent because he technically tried to knock him out. So, what do you do? Do you want to move or stay in the same position on top of the cliff? Uh, so, what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to use cunning action and I'm going to hide myself. Uh, where would you like to hide? There's parts to the left of the cliff, there's a part to the right of, uh, behind you where Avery was at first um, that he hid himself in and yeah that's pretty much the only two hiding spots I guess right now I want to be in a good spot where I can get this fucking wolf that's right in front of Scarlet I mean you're already basically above him yeah, but they, I'm pretty sure they seen where the dagger, where the dart just came from. True, but they're a wolf. It's not like they're going to magically teleport to you. Like, come on. That bitch can jump. Mm-hmm. And? Yeah, and it's occupied right now with Scarlet. It's not dumb. It knows that if it goes anywhere, it leaves itself open to another attack. Man, you know what? I'm 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 gonna stay right there and I'm gonna sit down and just wiggle my legs off the ledge and kind of slide them back and forth. Wow. <laughs> nice. That's disrespectful. Man, know what? Dragonas, you're, you're you're up. Uh, can I do a quick check real quickly? I'm just trying to see how far. Am from the dead dire wolf or pup? You don't mind, cause my 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 ability allows if I see anything. Let me see how far is up. Sixty three. Yeah, about sixty three feet. And nine feet. Feet. Okay, cause I got thirty feet. Basically, if I see anything in front of me dies, my blood art allows me to control them like a puppet, and I can make them attack someone else. Um, but that might not work. Well, hello, hello, resident dragonborn necromancer. <laughs> that that wolf is beyond dead. That wolf is beyond dead, and also, what the fuck? Yeah, but hey, Zill, there's flesh golems. Hey, hey. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we thought you were Sparky. You know the wolf down Sparky. Wow. Because says when a creature you can see within 30 feet of you drops to zero hit points, you can use your reaction to give that creature a final act of aggression. So I'm just saying I see it. I just want to be sure that it's within that amount. Yeah, distance. you want to be able to see it fully because also the foliage is also kind of covering it in front of you. And it's on top of like a little crest. So the foliage also kind of block you from actually fully seeing it and you don't have a sight. Got it. Uh, what's the HP check on the Wood Elf? That's towards the south at the moment. Maybe don't he is 
critically hurt. <laughs> nice. Then in that case, <laughs> you're what the fuck? three feet away from him. In that case, then what I'll do my turn is I will do a blood curse of the marked and him. And basically until the end of my turn, whenever I deal right damage to that target, or throw an additional Hemocraft die of right damage, die and then he'll become my puppet. So I will do a roll if that's okay. Damn, but you gotta run in with red claws and tail and teeth. But then I'm like all fours and charge him. Yeah, I'll just do that. Ah, that sucks. I thought I added weapons. Damn it. Um, alright, gonna do a quick roll. So you basically rushing up. You're doing like a full rush to him. To the uh, direwolf. Oh, to the goblin. And uh, what else? Sorry, not goblin. What else? So that'll be kind of like a uh, that'll be like a charge. Fifty-three. For you, you have to do like a charge type of situation where it's more of a strength check in this aspect to see whether or not you can like strike him down, you can, like like tackle him. What's your charge? Uh, that would probably be the closest thing I could think of you doing if you run rushing that far and you're only thirty feet. Yeah, if I can only do thirty feet, I thought that he would be closer. Probably have to do the dire wolf then. Help out Scarlet. Alright, yeah, because that one, that one was, uh, yeah, that was that was within thirty. That was like twenty-eight feet, so that's not bad. So you can actually do that, and you get eleven to attack. So you would actually miss the dire wolf uh, with his strike. Um, but you do have a second attack you can do. So you can roll to hit again. What the fuck? God damn it. A nat 20. Okay. Alright. So. So for this one it's going to be interesting. So for nat 20s. You can do the rolls as this. You can do the. You can roll your damage. Which is a flat 3. All right. With um, an up strike. And then I'm going to let you roll on the D4 table. Roll a D4 and you multiply the D4. You multiply your damage by the D4. Have it? Okay. God damn. What about damn God? Damn Bahamut, okay. <laughs> God fucking damn it, Bahamut! Why do you have to be such a prick? You only do sick damage. Awesome. Alright, so that pretty much is all your action. Uh, you can do bonus actions if you have one that require like extra stuff. Oh, wait. Oh, shit, you're Crimson Right. Fuck. Exactly. Uh, roll your <laughs> 1d6. Yeah, because you still gotta roll your 1d6 when you strike the enemy, too, because they also do extra damage. Alright, doing my 1d6. Alright, so additional four damage. Alright, cool. She's still good. She's still good. Yep. Still good. She's alive. Alive. 
That ends Draconis turn. Um, the baby wolf <laughs> is dead. So it goes to the next wolf. Asshole. Please, like you're upset. I'm gonna call Peter, y'all. What? Yeah, I'm called Peter. No. Call Peter. You can catch fucking secret art too. <laughs> God. This whole party is gonna be Alright, so the wolf, the baby wolf is it rushes up next to his uh mother. Well, it's a I kept saying he so it's actually father. Correct. Father. <laughs> it rushes up to his, his papa wolf. And it basically now tries to take a bite attack at Draconis. Draconis. And actually it has advantage rolls, so it rolls twice. It has a twelve to hit. Your AC? Does it hit? Uh Draconis, what's your AC? Amare. Amari is dead. Uh, well, Dragonborn, I have to check your stats. You have a 17 to hit your AC. But you miss the first hit. Um, and then he attacks again. Also still has advantage on the roll because it uses the back tactics ability. And it has a nat 20. Alright, so it was a critical. And what it's going to do now is going to do a, do a critical hit. And it does 10. So 10 to Dragonus. And it ends its turn. Avery, uh, your turn. So, because this is his first turn, his movement speed is increased by 10 feet. How far away am I from the other uh, scout? Um, in attack range, you're within 50 feet. Then I would like to jump down and dash over to him, dropping my bow before I do so. And when I run to him, I like to avoid the wolf's uh, range. Uh... Actually, alright, hold on, I just saw something else. Okay, so first of all, Avrithix will drop his bow where he's standing. Breathing some ether into his hand, he will cast a Zypher Strike on himself. Then he will run up... Actually, he will not cast Zypher Strike, he will just uh, bonus action dash. So dropping the bow... He will go down and run over to the scout, having an 80-foot movement speed. Uh, pulling out uh, his short swords in the meantime. Pulling out the two short swords, he will bring one right to the man's, well, man-woman, the elf's throat. And say to them, All of your hands or your head is lopped off. 
Uh, you can do do a persuasion. Well, intimidation. Intimidation. Oh boy. Fifteen. All right, and I'll do a check for him. See what his charisma check did. All right, cool. He rolled a nat one. All right, so he lifts his hands up uh, in re response, and he says, "Put put down this put down this sword, and I will call I will call off Herc off. But you need to save my friend." will live if you call them off. So will you. You are not in a position to bargain. Technically, I am. And then, when he says that, he whistles. And what you... And then, right as soon as he whistles, you see, there's another group of wolves, as well as uh, elves. That come up right behind him. Another uh, elf scout that comes right behind him. That immediately have their bows trained on you all. From a cliffside, one uh, elf from a cliffside has, has his bow trained on you guys. But he also kind of has his bow mostly. Well, I mean, I'm not going to do cliffside because they're motherfucking damn cliffside. I don't want to fucking work. So fuck it. Give me the tree. Shit. He just up in that tree, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. He's in that tree, man. Okay, stop. That's terrible. Three wolves uh, come up. Two, oh, dire wolf. One after dire wolf. And three, uh, t two other baby wolves with the scout. And they all kind of now trained on you. Saying, and then he, he says, See, we have your number. Besides, you keep fighting. There'll be more to come. Closer are those wolves to me? The wolves are 47, 44 feet, 50 feet. And then the guy, 50, 60 feet, and 44 feet. Well... The blade up to their throat, just just the point that small puncture, and then pull it back, dropping it, but not like dropping the weapons, just putting the blade at the floor. Pull them off. He kind of he looks back at you, walks, moves back a little. Okay. He kind of does a whistle, and then he then you see the, the dire wolves backing away while also still having full view of Scarlet because Scarlet hit it hurt him and stuff and then he says now Paul now I need you to heal my friend before he dies and Elvin I yell off the ridge do you have any more of those wolves as pets you asked for my wolves as pets maybe we just attacked us you're going to get back up. Kind of scared me. I mean, to be fair, you threatened us. I mean, this whole time I'm yelling in Elvish, so if you don't understand Elvish. I, I, actually, I don't even know what the fuck I understand. 
Nope, definitely don't. <laughs> yeah, you, don't you don't understand Elvish. So basically, he, you and so basically, he looks like a real. Yes, because we are the border scouts of the forest. Who are you? First off, you came here and you tried to sneak into a castle. You know that is what we were doing, or were you presuming? Because there seems to be no contextual evidence of that. We were nearby, we were walking up the rocks, and we were going up the stairs. We could have simply been investigating. We could be travelers from a faraway land. We could be mercenaries hired to do a job. There are multiple things that you do not understand at hand, and your first assumption was we were trying to raid a place. The bug understands Elvish? Oh, I thought... The elf was saying that nah, in common. Nah, he's still speaking Elvish. Nah, yeah, he's you okay. He's still speaking Elvish towards Zil. I thought the half elf was still speaking in common, and Zil was speaking Elvish, so he didn't understand what Zil said. Oh no, 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 no! He's he's full elf. He's full full elf. What you know, what elf? Nah, please. So it's me. You want to know? You ever heard of the Escopian Changeling group or clan? Neither. We are the Wolf Clan. We are part of the, the tribe of rocks. Okay? You came to our area where we are guardians. We guard that we guard that ruin whoever's in there. That is all our job. But why? You came here, you you're climbing a rock. A rock. On the back of a bug. No, actually this is Iran. What? Confused too. <laughs> and then he Terrible really joke. Sh- he's like he shakes his head after hearing after hearing you say that random word. He's like, and he looks like a zeal. It's a good thing she does not understand it. Cause what the hell was that? Either way, kill my friend, and we will talk. I look at Avery and I go. Kill the man, it will get answers. I hope you guys realize. Wait, Avery, do you actually have healing spells? I forget. Yes, I do. Okay, I thought I was. I thought I was the only one. I I have a couple as well, but then again, I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing. So. No one went to cue me in on this. <laughs> I'm just over here hearing fucking bullshit. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. Thank you. That part about there being a ton more reinforcements that are just going to keep coming. Can Avery... Now I'm calling him Avery. How dare you guys? Avrithix. Ah, bug boy. Making, like, insight him, trying to see if he's lying to us. Um, you can do an insight check. And... I just... I feel like Avery, in the back of his mind, just hears never his own name, just bug boy. So, you don't do, like, a full insight. You can't really grasp if he's lying to you. But you kind of see the, sincer- the sincerity in his eyes where he's him basically saying, showing you that they mean business, but also he really means that you heal my friend, I will make sure that you do not die. One last question before this becomes final. Which is your position with this fort, and why... Are you so hostile with us about it? Again, 
You heal my friend, I tell you. The snarl of the blue ether sort of flies out. He has 24, 20 more movement, and he'll move towards the body. And on this note, he... Well, I'm gonna end this, we're going to end the session right here, on the cliffhanger, right now. Uh, so, we're going to come back next time to Avery's healing the wood elf and everything and you'll learn more about the fort the, the uh, location and then decide what you guys want to do next <laughs>